When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Epic Field Report. So, hey, Stephen, uh, good to see you. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Very good. Thanks. Nice to meet you. I've seen you inside of our multiple Facebook groups for quite a while. So it's great to, to actually get on the on the phone with you. Um, you're a member of our flight club, our, our pilot program that we're doing with, our, with a free real estate investing course. And yes, you've just sir. been crushing it. Yeah. I saw, I just read the post here. What inspired this This was back, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, we have six deals at one title company, two at another filling the pipeline time to start closing. I haven't taken pictures of my daily success report worksheets because I don't want a refund. I want the experience of winning. So awesome. Thank you for doing that. And then I just noticed a week later, you actually ended up closing at least one of the six, right? Says close. Yes, that is correct. Yes. That was our first wholesale deal. Fantastic. So close our first wholesale deal today. Consistency really is the key. Thank you for the information you provide. Well, you're so welcome. Thanks for sharing your wins and your success. How did you find this particular deal, the one that you just closed? The one we just closed, we put up bandit signs probably about two or three months ago. And it was around Mm -hmm. our area, our local area. So she called us, like I said, it was, I believe, Two and a half months later, she called us and she told us, hey, I seen your bandit sign. It's right here by my house. So I found out that most people look for bandit signs around where they live. So that was pretty amazing that it was two and a half months later and it was still up, you know? Right, right. Some of them, I mean, you start planting those seeds and sometimes they just don't bear the fruit until later on down the road. So good. Um, I guess that's what you're talking about when you said consistency really is the key. Exactly. We've been putting up bandit signs. We started about a year and a half ago, me and my son, and I'm going to introduce you to my son. This is Steven Jr. Hey, Jr. Nice to see you. Hey, good to see you. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what we're doing is we're putting up bandit signs. We're making calls. We're, we're trying to fill the little spot on the sheet where it says to contact people. So we do everything we possibly could to get in contact with as many people as we possibly could. I've been teaching him and my wife your strategies. They listen to your podcast now quite a bit because it's beneficial to us. I mean, all the information that you share, it's realistic. I mean, you get out there and you do it, you implement it and things are going to happen. You just, there's no, there's no way to avoid success if you just continually do things. That's awesome. Yeah, that's why that on the daily success report, the biggest portion of that sheet or the biggest section is where you're actually talking to people. Glad you picked up on that. So your exit strategy here was a wholesale deal. So you bought and sold it really quickly before you took ownership. How did you find the buyer? Well, on the buyer side, 
I have another Facebook group that we're in, and I contacted a realtor from that Facebook group. He's mm -hmm. from Dallas. I'm from Houston. So we communicate back and forth. He, you know, he helps me out on some parts of it as far as running comps and whatnot. Well, when I called him and told him about the deal, he automatically told me, hey, let's uh, joint venture on it. And I was like, I have no problem joint venturing with anybody because something is better than nothing or half of something is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. So... We went ahead and contacted his buyers and they called me right away and we started moving on it and things happened pretty quick after that. Perfect. So you just basically leveraged your network and you found your buyer that way. That's great. So how much I can see what this check is. I just, how much money would, did you make on this deal? We made $3,500. Okay. So you have this $7,000 check and you shared that with the realtor, right? Yes. Perfect. Well, congratulations. What was your biggest lesson that you learned from this transaction? Well, I got to say, uh, honestly, just keep on pressing forward. I mean, the transaction itself, we ran into a few issues with the paperwork at the title company and with the seller. But as long as I stay in communication with the title company and with the seller, it's an open book. I let them know everything that's going on, what we need to move forward. Everybody wins, you know. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, communication is key, particularly at the end of a transaction where there's a lot of possibility for things to break down. Communication will keep it open. So fantastic. So how are you and Junior going to celebrate? Well, I think we already have a little bit. <laughs> we bought more advertising material. We bought a... Uh, Logo to go across the back of our vehicle. That's our to, celebration. Yeah, to <laughs> advertise. So we're just promoting the business is celebration enough for us. That's fantastic. So you invested back in the business. That's good. All righty. So thanks for being here. Thanks for taking time out to share your wins, share your successes. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, we'll do this again. Sound good? Sounds good. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. This it's Terrio Media. Yo. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Uh, hello. And welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show, where we meet here each and every week to help everyday people escape the rat race using real estate. So thanks for listening. Wouldn't be here without you. Thanks for sharing this with your friends and your family and your coworkers and your associates and everybody that you know and love. Stay connected with us here by hitting the subscribe button. We're here six days a week now. Stay connected with us on Instagram at Epic Real Estate. And in case you didn't know from time to time, it's going to be obvious here based on what I'm sharing and what I'm talking about that there are visuals that you could be seeing and you just can't see them here on the podcast. And, and when you hear something like that, Feel free to head over to epicrei.tv, epicrei.tv, and that'll take you right to our YouTube channel where the video versions of the podcast are uploaded every week there as well. Alrighty, so uh, big congratulations to Stephen Mendiola Sr. and Jr. for pulling down their first deal. And it's just, it's taken them a little bit of a while for it to click. But they are evidence of if you just do the right things, you do those right things consistently and you do it long enough, you are going to get your results. You can't help but get the results that you're striving for. And they just got their first deal done and they've got five more lined up right behind it. So obviously, 
their hard work and their effort put forth is paying the rewards. It's paying the dividends now, and it's nothing but up from here for those guys. So congrats to you two. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being so generous, and thanks for sticking with it. You guys are uh, certainly an inspiration. Alrighty, so... For today's episode, I've got an encore presentation for you of the conversation that I had a while back, I guess about a year ago, with Mr. Grant Cardone. And uh, this was a video interview that I had done, and it was one of the very first video interviews that I'd done. In the, and the video quality was just so bad. Um, it doesn't seem anyone really could stand to watch it because no one ever watched it. <laughs> we could see the view count there on YouTube, and I was like, what happened? This was such a great episode. It was such a great time in the history of, of this podcast, and but it just it was really bad. Skype had some issues there with the video. So thankfully... The audio is in great shape, and I wanted to replay it for you here today for all of those that missed it. So without further ado, here's that episode with Mr. Grant Cardone. All right, hello, and welcome to the Creating Epic Wealth Show. This is the revolutionary new money show disguised as a real estate show. As real estate, it's the final frontier where the average person has a legitimate shot at creating epic wealth. You really just don't have a chance at any sort of financial freedom unless you incorporate real estate into your financial plan. And if you if you just don't have the time to do it nor the desire to take on all the heavy lifting, then this is just the show for you. So really glad that you found us. Now this week, we're going to take a break a little bit from our normal format as we are blessed with a very special guest, a guest who really needs no introduction. But just in case you've immersed yourself here only with regard to your financial information, I'll give you some bullet points. Our guest is CEO of five privately held companies with annual revenues of over $100 million. He's a real estate investor with a portfolio of over 4,000 units. Forbes magazine says he's the number one marketing influencer to watch in 2017. New York Times bestselling author of seven business books. He writes for Forbes, Success Magazine, Business Insider, amongst other very prominent publications. And he's creator of the number one online sales training system in the world. So please help me welcome to the show, Mr. Grant Cardone. Welcome to the world of epic real estate investing and the Epic Wealth Show. Hey, Matt. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. You bet. You bet. So great to have you, Grant. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm famous here for touting that uh, we aren't really in the real estate business. It's not our primary job as real estate investors. We're more in the marketing industry first and then the problem solving industry second and and then the real estate industry. And, and with that said, you know, Forbes calling you the number one marketing influencer to watch in 2017. I thought this was a great opportunity to ask you about, you know, what's new or what advice would you give to real estate investors with regard to marketing? Well, I, I give you an example. And Matt, thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a deal right now with Fairfield Residential. They're, they're probably top five apartment owners in the world. Mm-hmm. They're, they're owned, they're a subsidiary of a company called Brookfield. This is a monster, monster company. Now, I tell you that set the stage because these guys are not, they're not using social media or Instagram or Facebook. They're, they're not using, they don't need to, right? They're, right? This is a multi-billion dollar company that sells big real estate projects, office, apartments, et cetera. I'm doing a deal, off-market deal in Houston, Texas. The deal is 80 million bucks. Um, I found it doing the old conventional looking in a market, boots on the ground, shopping product, right? Right. Found out who owned it. It was Fairfield. Put in an offer for it off market. It goes to the guy that's going to dispose of products. He's the, the decision maker in the group. His son sees my name on his calendar. His son's 23 years old. Uh-huh. And his son's like, 
you you got a meeting with Grant Cardone? How do you know Grant Cardone? What are you doing with Grant Cardone? He's like, he's like, what do you mean Grant Cardone? He's like, I don't even, he's like, his son knew me because of Snapchat, YouTube, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm 59 years old. My wife says, you shouldn't tell people that because then they put attention on your age. But I used every one of these marketing devices as a way for me to control my message, my brand, to get known. Money and opportunity follow attention. If you don't get attention, um, you, you can, you, you can, you're going to miss opportunities. You're going to miss gigs. You're going to miss deals. If people don't know you um, – it's just better off. It's all. It's always been said. It's not what you know. It's who you know. And today, it's not who you know, but who knows, who knows you. you. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know. Um. I, I was, you know, several years in, in real estate before I ever had any sort of presence or had a podcast or anything like that. But once I had the podcast, we're going on almost nine years now, and uh, my actual real estate has exploded much more than the, the educational business that we run has ever done, just because of people who knows me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. So another way of, that you get people to know you are through writing books, and we have that in common. Uh, you're a New York Times bestselling author of seven books. That we do not have in common, so congratulations. Which one would you say is your most important book and why? Uh, probably, can you pass me that book? Probably my most important book is the one that took me the least time to write. This book took two hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, it took two hours to write this book. It's called The Millionaire Booklet. It's 44 pages long. It's been transcribed into 38 languages. Uh, it sold more copies than some of my books that have been out for seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a book about money, and it's about a book about money that really disrupts the way you and I were trained uh, by our parents or other generations about money. And it really shows people the three major concepts of money, why people don't have it, what they would have to do to get it. And it simplifies without you having to go call somebody on Wall Street or a financial planner. How can you get it? How can you keep it? And how can you multiply it? Is that available on Amazon? Yeah, they, uh, you actually can get it at my site free, millionairebooklet.com. All right, that's simple. Perfect. All right, so um, another thing right. that you've got here to your credit, uh, you've got the number one online sales training system in the world. So who's your ideal student for this training? Who is this benefit? Well, well, probably two students. Number one is is a, a company that has a sales team. So we, with the co- companies like Toyota, General Motors, AutoNation, Sprint, uh, you know, uh, Google, a lot of military people. Mm-hmm. Uh, to over 20,000 military people that are in transition coming back. We provide that that platform, a, a version of that platform to them to help them transition back into civilian life and finding a job and becoming useful, making money and creating financial freedom. Because the first thing with money is you need to get it. Right. You know, uh, a lot of people, when you talk about real estate, they're like, how do I buy real estate with no money down? You know, I mean, really, you don't. You're either going to trade time or you're going to trade money or both. So how do you get money is the question. How do you trade time for money, somebody else's money? There's no shortage of it. And, and so the the core groups that would do this is a company that's trying to get more revenue. Mm-hmm. Our job is to increase the revenue of a company. That's the only thing we do for companies. And the second, the second person would be an entrepreneur, uh, an individual, somebody trying to either sell a book, a product, a service, um, so we've had like last year we had 33 million lessons 
delivered to entrepreneurs in that platform. So um, you, you said a, a corporate type sales force and then yeah. obviously the individual entrepreneur as well. Yeah, like we put Sprint. Sprint was put on the, our program uh, last year. They, the, the state of Florida, it was a trial run for the state. We just took the state of Florida. state of Florida was the only territory in the country that exceeded their, their uh, corporate um, um, targets. Mm-hmm. Got it. Where did you hone your chops in sales? What's, the, what's that history look I like? Was, I grew up in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I got out of college with an accounting degree that became very useful in my real estate uh, background later and running businesses. But I was I was trained as an accountant in college, got out of college, couldn't get a job because it was 25% unemployment, had to take a sales job, which I hated, mm-hmm. hated sales, hated talking to people, hated the small talk, hated the, discom- the you know, the uncomfortable meeting. And it was a retail sales uh, a job. Mm-hmm. And then I was 25 years old. And as much as I hated it, I realized that what that's what I had to do at that time to make any money. Um, so I started grabbing people's sales programs. I'm like, maybe there's a course on sales. Mm-hmm. And so I started s- studying other people, found out there was an actual way to do this thing that made it faster and more effective, um, and studied it until I became a master at sales and became so good at it, I started teaching it to other people. Uh, and even challenging some of the old ways of doing it. And so when I left that sales job, my next my next and first business was um, basically changing the way an industry handled their retail sales. Mm-hmm. Very much similar path to most most educators and most instructors. You yeah. get really good at something and it's just yeah. natural, you know. The, they always say that I think the saying is those that can't do teach, right? And I, I really think that that those that can do that and they do it really well, they can't help but teach. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think to add to that, like those that can't do teach, those that can do teach and do. <laughs> right. So, so, you know, one thing that I've done, like my sales career, I spent five years getting an accounting degree. I've spent, I don't know, 25 years working on sales. Mm-hmm. And somebody said to me today, they're like, why, why, do, why would you spend 25 years? Sa- sales, that, that deal I'm buying for $80 million in Houston, mm-hmm. if I didn't know how to negotiate, communicate, get somebody on the phone, get through the gatekeeper, I would have never gotten the guy. It's an off-market deal. Right, right. Okay, when it gets announced that I bought this deal in Houston, Texas, I will have the attention of every apartment owner in the, in the state of Texas, not, n- n- much, probably in the whole country. That's how big this deal is. Right. And and I got that deal not because I'm a real estate investor, but because I know how to call people, talk to people, communicate, negotiate, handle objections, be thrown off, call back. You know, so that's the game that, you know, the Elon Musk and the Steve Jobs and the Jesus Christ and the and and all the guys that you and I know the name of somewhere along the way, they learned how to communicate whether they wanted to or not. They learn how to communicate and persuade. It's the highest paying skill, and you should never stop working yeah. at it, right? So tell me, Grant, what's in your near future that has you super excited? We currently own, you mentioned it, we own 4,000 apartments. My goal is to go to 40,000. Okay, I've been, uh, we, I have resisted uh, allowing other people to invest with me for years. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I've had brothers and sisters and moms and mother-in-laws and business and uh, business uh, partners and, and and clients ask me to to invest with me for years, and so we've just opened that up. Cardone Capital is uh, basically giving ordinary people opportunities to invest in extraordinary apartment investment opportunities. This is not a REIT. This is a true, it's not just a, a syndication like you hear most of the time where people go out and raise money. This is a true partnership created so that you can, others can invest with me so that I scale out my goal. I, I, I'll actually reach my dreams faster, but I'm giving people a real opportunity to take advantage of uh, what I believe is an enormous opportunity in this specific product that we um, invest in. Uh, these are big 300-unit, 500-unit com- apartment complexes in great cities that provide cash flow in month one. We won't buy anything that doesn't provide cash flow. Mm-hmm. And then on the exit should provide investors with 160 to 200% return over the term of ownership. And the term of ownership is how long? Uh, anywhere from seven to ten years. Seven to ten years. Okay, so it's it's a more of a longer term commitment. It is without a doubt. And one of the things that we wanted to create was, uh, I've been doing apartments for almost thirty years now. I've never lost money in an apartment deal. And the reason why is number one, I have an extremely good picker. I'm very, very, very selective. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I will move to different parts of the country when necessary. And number three, I don't have a time horizon. That means I don't sell until I'm t- till I double or triple my money. Good returns. Super. So we expect to we expect to pay. Uh, my brother uh, invest in a deal with me. I expect for him to walk away with two hundred percent. I expect the deal to do north of that, so I can benefit as well. So those are the kind of uh, opportunities we're looking for. If someone had an opportunity like that and wanted to share that with you, how, what would be the best way for them to do that? Well, number one, I mean, the first thing we look for is not investors. The first thing we look for is product. So so if you have a deal that's got 250 units or more in any of the, the, the top 20 markets, you can, you can go look anywhere online and say, what are the top 20 real estate markets or apartment markets? We're not doing single family homes. We don't do office. We don't do retail. We do one thing, $1,200 a month rents, um, not $3,000 a month rents. I don't want any new product. I'm not stabilizing products. Okay. I'm not buying, I'm not, we're not doing a brand new thing in Fort Lauderdale. We're buying Nine hundred to twelve hundred dollar month rentals, good locations, nice product. Uh, we're not doing four thousand dollar month rents, um, and and we're doing it in 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 markets. So so you would just send send me an email to grant at cardonecapital.com if you have that deal. You know, none of us have a crystal ball. Obviously, it's a it's a cliche at this point, but um, we've been on a long run with the real estate market. Been going really well for I don't know if you look in history, it's seven eight year cycles, and we're approaching nine years almost. Yeah. Uh, how is that impacting your actions and your thoughts right now? You know, the, the, the best thing that could happen to me right now is that the, 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 I mean, first of all, we're talking about a lot of different spaces within real estate. In 2007, when the economy crashed, when we had the worst housing correction in the history, my occupancy went up, not down. Mm-hmm. So I didn't lose any product. I, every one of my buddies lost Every one of my buddies, they didn't lose everything they had. They lost everything they had and all the money they had. Mm. 
I know builders all lost. I didn't lose anything. Right. I had a bank that I owed fifty million, forty-eight million dollars to failed. I didn't lose anything. I didn't miss a payment. Didn't lose anything. Couldn't sell anything at that time because everything freezed up. So the thing that I would tell everybody is, yeah, we're long in the cycle right now. We will have a pullback. Number one, if you wait for the pullback, you'll never be a player in real estate. The thing to do right now is to focus on on, on a, a product type that, 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 that is invincible and invernable and actually would be improved if there was a pullback. So the, the best thing that could happen to me right now would be a 9,000-point correction in the stock market. I would love to see unemployment go from four and a half to about six up. I'd like to see unemployment go back the other way. And I would like to see a recession that would last about 18 months. I mean, I know everybody's going to be like, dude, you're like, like, what's wrong with you? Nobody wants that. It will happen. It's going to happen. And I'd rather it happen sooner than later. And it would be it would it would be good for me, not bad for me because they become tenants. Because what happens exactly because the guy that bought the house will get rid of it. Okay, the equity in that house is gone. If you own a home, by the way, you should sell it right now. If you have equity in a home, you should get it out right now. Sell the house, get your equity. Okay, ninety percent of all homeowners should not own a home. They should own rental property, right? That you can rent to other people. Mm-hmm. So, um, first of all, the home, the home, the, we're, we're at the lowest home ownership, even with the the results, the the facts that you stated about a nine year cycle. We're still at the lowest home ownership in the history of the United States. So that tells you that we have a changing demographic, okay? We have the lowest unemployment in 20 years. We have the highest stock market in the history of the world. And we have the lowest home ownership. Why is that? We have cheap money, and we still have a lower home ownership than we had 10 years ago, okay? Because, because people do not want to own homes anymore. People, the, the way people live is changing, just the way they drive their cars, okay? We weren't talking about, Call somebody up, they'll pick you up, and, and, and you can just pay for your drive there and back. You know, today today we're talking about that. We weren't talking about that six or seven years ago. Now you can Uber anywhere. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, used to be when you went on a trip, you didn't have the alternative to go Airbnb, and somebody's home was open maybe for you to live in. Everything's changing now. Right. Okay, right. that changes the hotel business dramatically. I would not want to invest in hotels right now. Right. Right. Um, but if you look at the apartment thing, there is no, no condition. There's no condition that can happen on this planet short of Rocket Man, the North Korean situation. There's no condition on this planet that if it happened would not improve what we're doing, which is a $800 in you know Mobile, Alabama. It's an $800 rent. In Houston, Texas, it's $1,200. In Miami, it's probably $1,400. Mm-hmm. That's that space that we're looking at that we think is a protected rental ban that only goes up, not down. You know, Grant, it's, it's really been a pleasure. I, when I saw you on the calendar, I really I had no idea what to expect, and, and it's very comforting and, and encouraging that we're on the same page. I think we're of like mind for sure. Uh, if someone in the audience today wanted to get more information about you and your ventures, I know we gave out the, the book domain. We, you gave out your email. Thank you for your generosity there. Where would be the, ultimately the best place for them to start? You know, the real estate people should go to CardoneCapital.com. You can see the pro- product that we buy. You can see the kind of, 
you can see what we own, what we're looking at, how we pay people, what our story is, why it works. You'll probably understand very simply why we don't lose money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I've made a lot of mistakes in real estate. Happy to discuss them. The one mistake I've never made is I've never lost money in a real estate deal. Never. Because we look at, we, we, I'm just extremely disciplined. And this is the mistake that most real estate people make. They're not disciplined. And they start too small and they start with a budget. Okay, anybody that owns a two-plex, a four-plex, an eight-plex, you need to be aware right now. You're going to get hurt. All, the only thing that has to change when you own two, four, six, eight, 12, or 16 is insurance rates go up. Mm-hmm. If insurance rates go up, you could get cut in half immediately. So it's not just about rent. It's not just about the debt. There's a lot of other little plays inside um, that, that would show you that in most cases, the, the smaller unit deals – don't produce enough cash flow to take care of any changing condition. So we look for these bigger complexes. Like there's a shortage of 300 units. There's no shortage of two and four, uh, two plexes and four plexes in America. They're all over the place, every city. But there's a big shortage. You go to Los Angeles or Seattle or Denver, there's a shortage of 300 unit complexes in, in desirable cities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people could go and check out what we do at CardoneCapital.com. You know, you'd said something that you haven't lost money because you're disciplined. And, and you might have already answered this question, but if you were to like really sum that up and give someone a really golden nugget to go walk away with, what, what's the area that they should be disciplined in? What, what is like hard and fast rules that you won't break or something that you could relay? Well, I used to look at like 30 deals to buy one deal. Now I look at 100 deals to buy one deal. Again, this goes back to what you were saying about long in the tooth, a lot of greed, uh, a lot of pricing premiums right now. All I did was this. I just increased the number of deals I look at. Mm -hmm. So I have to be more selective, right? I have to do more homework. I have to spend more money, time, and energy looking at deals. So number one, I would tell you, you should be using something like 100 to 1 or 100 to 3 ratio. You need to look at 100 deals to feel good about buying one, two, or three. Uh, Number two, I would use cash flow. If it doesn't provide cash flow in month one, don't touch the deal. Okay, if it doesn't provide cash flow, if you got to wait four months, don't do it. You, all of the out there, they're like, oh, we're going to build. I'm going to build because it's cheaper to build. There's no cash flow. Don't do it. I'm telling you, builders... 90% 90% of every builder that you'll meet in your lifetime, probably 99, will go broke. Mm-hmm. And they always go broke on the last deal. They make a bunch of money on the first three deals, and they lose all their money in the last deal. Why? Because there was no cash flow. The reason I didn't lose anything in 2007, 2008, and 2009, I had cash flow. Mm-hmm. Property value came down. So what? I wasn't selling that day anyway. The cash flow didn't change. Right. I kept getting my check, right? It kept paying the debt. So the third thing I would tell people to do um, is I would use a worst case scenario. So we buy everything on a trailing 12. We don't buy it. We, when, when a real estate broker shows me a performa, performa means in the future, as you know, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't even look at those pages. I just pull them out of the book, throw them away. They're useless to me. I can make shit up by myself. Right. So all I want to see is what did it do in the past? Trailing 12, worst case scenario. And by the way, I'll go back to, as far as I can go back with their books, depending on how good their books are, what, what was the worst year they had? Because I expect Matt to revisit a worse year at some point. 
Sure. Can I hold on during a worst year? Mm-hmm. So like I'm buying a deal right now. I think I'm going to get 4% out of the deal in the first year. So I don't, I don't delude myself. I increased my taxes. Okay. I increased my payrolls a little bit. I increased my expenses. I do not increase my rents. I assume that my rents are going to stay flat. It's not true. They're going to go up, particularly if I have a 10-year time horizon. Right. But I still make my decision based on flat rents and, and a gradually increasing expense ratio. Mm-hmm. And I say, can I buy this deal? So that when I go home to, at night, I say, hey, we're going to earn 4% on $10 million. I'm going to earn four hundred grand. People are like listening. It's like, what? I'm going to earn 400000 and I put $10 bucks in the deal. And they're like, you're crazy. No, because sooner or later, that thing's going to pop. And I know it. The top's going to come off that deal. Oh, also, I'm going to look for a lower cash flow than a higher cash flow. Mm. So those of you out there that are chasing cap rates, you're chasing cap rates. You're not going to make money in real estate in this market. I'm not chasing this cap rate. I'm chasing this cap rate. Mm-hmm. So you want the, the lower cap rate right now because it, it because with discipline and looking at 100 deals, it suggests to me that I'm buying a better location. Mm-hmm. And if I'm actually looking at product, 250 to 300 units with $1,200 month rents, there's a shortage of this product in this country. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is what, – what city are you in today, Matt? I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah, well, I mean there's none of this. No, nothing. It doesn't even exist. What, what I just described, you cannot find – you can't find one address that's sold with that description in the last 24 months. Probably right. Probably right. Yep. So you go to West Hollywood, you're going to say a 24-unit deal is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So now the point of that is this. When the Chinese come over here and buy, when the South Americans start discovering multifamily, because these things, this multifamily apartment space that we take for granted, the rest of the world doesn't even know exists. When the people in, uh, um, in England, the U.K., you can't go buy 300, 80 units in London, okay? Mm-hmm. Those are flats. They're called apartments there. They don't even have apartments. Those are actually homes that you own. Mm-hmm. So I just – we're very, very disciplined. Again, worst-case scenario, positive cash flow and the 100-to-1 rule. Great advice. All righty. So, uh, Grant, let's do this again sometime. Sound good? Matt, great. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. You bet. You bet. All right, everybody. What would you learn today? What did you notice? What insights did you have? Uh, stop the treadmill. Pull over the car. Stop what you're doing. Grab, grab a piece of paper. Grab a pen. Write down at least three steps that you could take with the new insights and, and the ideas that you got today. And, you know, really, if you don't, your, your time here today was wasted. And, and life is just too damn short. And luckily, we got a rewind button. So if you missed anything, go back, rewind it, take notes. And it only works if you actually apply it. Alrighty. So if you want to do deals, if you want to build wealth, stay tuned here each and every week. We hold nothing back. We give it all away for free right here on the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast. But if you want to go fast, go to reiace.com. God bless. To your success, I'm Matt Terrio. Living Yo. the dream. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. When you
go to work for your money, does it return the favor? If not, no worries. You do not have a money problem. You merely have an idea problem. We're CashflowSavvy.com, and we'd like to share a new idea with you around income real estate that can transform your financial future and accelerate its arrival. Go to CashflowSavvy.com and download a free investor's package. CashflowSavvy.com. You do not have a money problem, merely an idea problem. CashflowSavvy.com. More ideas, less worries. CashflowSavvy.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.